what do you think is the most either encouraging or exciting part of this process for you? It's about the outreach response I've had from people, the wanting to partner with us and actually getting started and seeing where it goes. I have high hopes, but I have no idea what to expect. Yeah. You know, and I'm, and so as we find our way and I'm just excited to bring what's so near and dear to my heart to other people. There's a place in Southern Oregon filled with gorgeous natural beauty, friendly yet independent people, and a mild, comfortable climate. That place is called Grants Pass. These are the stories of the people that live and work in Josephine County. These are the movers and shakers that make this place the best. This is Grants Pass VIP. Jocelyn Schmidt is the president of Fusion Performing Arts Alliance. Formerly a professional musical theater actress in London and on Broadway, Jocelyn has been living in Grants Pass since 2004. And we're going to get to know her a little better here. Jocelyn, welcome to Grants Pass VIP. Oh, thank you so much. Happy to do it. This is a lot of fun. So let everyone know, if they don't know you, what's your impact on the area around here? How would people know you? Well, I've lived here since 2004, and I've been working as a massage therapist for almost all of that time in teaching ballet and also doing local theater. So I've worn a lot of hats in this community. I've met a lot of families through teaching and through working in the theater and, and this community has been very, very good to me. So how did you end up in here? Of all places, Grants Pass. How, how well, um, I had been living in London for 17 years, and I came home with my uh, to my family my, with my young son in 2003, and my parents retired up here. And so when I moved to Grants Pass, I, w I was literally starting over completely in my life. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's why I said this community has been so good to me. It gave me a, I was able to earn a living and find a place to do what I love to do, which is in the arts, and then have a lot of support from the community behind me in doing all of those things. So I'm now I am was able to have my own business and buy my own home eventually and then build my own life. And my son, who's now about to turn 20, is away at college, and I'm married, and he adopted my son. I'm like, I feel like I'm like this big uh, happy story that I came here, started over, and life is very good. Wow, that's fabulous. How did you go from massage therapy to doing what you're doing now with performing art? I've been dancing my whole life, and um, it's been my life's passion, my life's dream. As I came to this community, it's been extremely rewarding to, to teach. I was a professional musical theater actress and dancer, and I had a professional career. So to come here, I thought that was all over, and I learned the joy of teaching and coaching and found myself in a new partnership um, not only with um, my long-term partner, business partner, Penny King, but with Kimberly Aubrey and Joanna Pitsack of Fusion Academy, Dance Academy. They moved to this area from Medford. Um, they've been at it for uh, many years uh, down in Medford. And I had trained some, and Penny had trained some of their dancers in ballet. They would commute to Grants Pass to take ballet. So when they moved here, it made sense that we should join forces with that business, she had started a nonprofit back in 2017, had never done much with it. And that is something that's near and dear to my heart with the experience of my family, which I can tell you about in a second. I've had great pleasure in expanding the nonprofit and uh, trying to create opportunities for kids and families in our area that don't get the opportunity of training or exposure to the arts. 
So that's my main passion at the moment. My sister has a ballet company, a pre-professional ballet company in school in San Pedro called San Pedro City Ballet. And my father, who's also on our board, was on her board. And this is going back like over 30 years that they've had a company. And through their outreach efforts, I've watched the example and I've watched the impact of that on so many kids through the years and how powerful that is. And so to get the opportunity to do that here, I, I um, have firsthand experience of seeing how powerful that is. Wow. Tell us a little bit more about what Fusion does. What are you doing on a daily basis? So at Fusion Performing Arts Alliance, what we're working on right now is outreach. So first of all, we had to acquire a new space because this only started like in January mm-hmm. of this year. We acquired our space in May, built it out, and had our first classes in July. And to also be clear, is we support three different institutions, the funds that we raise for we like scholarship tuition for Fusion Dance Academy, and then Still Point Productions, Nutcracker Ballet. We support them by, with uh, things like providing the facility and costume storage and, and uh, sponsorship. I have some, my little business coaching is called Training with Jocelyn and they mm-hmm. support me as well. So the, what we're trying to do as the Alliance is to partner with other businesses in our area in a way that we can expose kids to dance or the arts, I yeah. should say. And it's pretty much any opportunity we get. We just, uh, we're doing a thing uh, like in a couple of weeks for an organization called PEO where we're doing like a little 20 minute program or we're doing um uh, two lecture demos in schools coming up in November where we're going to two different elementary schools where we'll, where we'll interact with the kids and show them a short program. And we're just looking to expose kids to arts. We're doing something with the Boys and Girls Club. We're going to start a dance program there. Well, that, it's very interesting. Has there been anything like this that you're aware of in this area previously? I know there's other nonprofit organizations here, but in my experience, no, and certainly I haven't. And so I'm like coming at it. I'm really um, fired up about it. (laughs) And again, because I I think it can be life changing. You can give someone like a a blanket or a pair of shoes, like something you can actually handle. But the impact of training the arts is, is not so obvious. And in a training environment where you're learning like a really tough physical skill. You're challenged mentally because you're learning choreography. I mean, there's not many sports that you have to do on both sides of your body, like equally proficient. And also the interacting with other people, you know, in the same way you would in a team sport, I know. And it does, those are obvious things mm-hmm. for your everyday person. So I like, I feel like I talk about that a lot of trying to educate people that dances is not just tights and tiaras and twinkle toes. It's very much a sport. It's an athletic, difficult, intelligent sport that takes many skills. And at the end of the day, then uh, you get a chance to perform for your family something you've prepared and work incredibly hard and mm-hmm. sweat and blisters and all that good stuff. And it's extremely satisfying and confidence building. And then the parents go, wow. So it's just, it's all around a real positive experience. So many people have never even been to say a ballet, like a real mm-hmm. ballet or a real musical or, or a play, you know, and it just, it's like, ugh. It's trying to make that accessible 
to see that it's uh, it's just as powerful as a big movie, or yeah. you know, and it can be an exciting ride through a performance, and it's really fun getting to there. You know, the process behind it. I completely understand what you're saying with that, and it's it's like you said with if you have a physical item, yeah, you can walk away with it, but this, these are memories that they'll never forget, and that physical mental combination. Yeah, it, it just you carry it with you for the rest of time. I, I, you really do, and I think you take it into other parts of your life, you know, and and being able to uh, know how to hold yourself with mm -hmm. the confidence and see how people react with you differently. Like, and I don't even know that someone would be aware that that happened to them. You yeah, know? just like sports, you could get like a college scholarship through the arts, through dance. Again, it was my my family's experience through my sister's school and company that kids would get these great degrees funded by their dance scholarships. Yeah. So. No, that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. Tell us a little about those first three sectors. Well, I guess starting with mine, because mine's kind of the smallest. I will. It's training with Jocelyn, and it's basically I coach kids in theater or dance on a one-on-one -on -one or small group basis, as well as I teach ballet for the academy, but uh, group classes. But I, I've been extraordinarily lucky uh, to have the career I had in London, especially, uh, worked with incredible people. And when I left all of that, I didn't realize how much I had to offer. And so it's been extremely rewarding. So can, anyone, it doesn't have to be a kid, can come mm. to me with uh, like to work on acting, singing, or dancing, a prepared piece, or and also um, choreographing uh, 111's Matilda that's coming up. I don't know. I just kind of just do my thing, and that kind of all comes under the umbrella of training yeah. with Jocelyn, which yeah. is. And then there's Still Point Productions, Nutcracker Ballet. That's something that my dear friend and favorite collaborator, um, Penny King, established over 30 years ago. And we've been doing it together for the last, like, I don't know, at least 10 years. We do that every year at the Performing Arts Center, and it's a production for our little town. I don't, have you ever been before? I have. Not. Like, Well, it's for a production for our little town on a scale that's really, I think, impressive you know we have like 100 people in the show it's beautiful sets and costumes and we reimagine it every year typically a company will do exactly the same cookie cutter version same costume same everything every year and this production has evolved from being like in like a middle school to being this full beautiful production and it's a little different every year which engages our audience and it's kind of fun to say oh how's it going to be different this year yeah and that takes an extraordinary amount of energy and uh but that's also part of the fun. So that's the Nutcracker Ballet. And then Fusion Dance Academy, as I said, they came from Medford, Oregon. They've been an established, uh, they have a competition team and a full range of classes. It's a very diverse studio. Penny and I are directors of the ballet program, but they have um, Kimberly Aubrey, who's the owner, is a fantastic teacher. She's from the Bay Area. Her career was in the Bay Area. And um, they have tap and jazz and acro and contemporary and plethora of children's classes. So we bring kids in age three to adult. And we've had an incredible start. Like we, we just opened our school year in September and we're bursting at the seams. And it's just been, again, the community has been so supportive and embraced our new little establishment. <laughs> and I suppose I should say that um, the Alliance We've gone after fundraising. I've never done, although I've been around my sister's company, I wasn't 
hands-on involved with her nonprofit. We were finding our way and learning to write grants and all of that. And we raised enough money to be able and have with private donation, build out our studio and mm. give away $7,000 worth of scholarship funds in the fall. That's amazing. So, yeah, it's just been, we hit the ground running with this. So there you go. That's awesome. After you've been in this position, what do you think is the most either encouraging or exciting part of this process for you? It's about the outreach. It's the uh, re response I've had from people and people wanting to partner with us and actually getting started and seeing where it goes. I have high hopes, but I have no idea what to expect. Yeah. You know, and I'm, and so as we find our way and I'm just excited to bring what's so near and dear to my heart to other people. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> on, the, on the flip side, if there's one thing you can change about what you do, what would that be? To have the ability to improve our facility. Where we are is we've done the best we can. We have sprung flooring, which is a high-tech kind of flooring mm -hmm. that's very expensive, that's imperative for young developing bodies. And we have we basically built our facility out with the best tools we could afford. And rent is expensive to get the size yeah. we need, you know. So that is right now to me the biggest thing I have that I'd like to change or evolve is maybe. Mm -hmm. And I'm eager to get a bigger space and or a, a satellite space or you know find that way forward. So it'll cost money. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Okay, let's take a break from that conversation. I wanted to bring up a question for you. During these crazy times, do you feel like your business is indestructible? Most people don't. And if not, the real question is why? And what can you do to make it as indestructible as possible? Well, that's the basis of my new book, Nine Ways to Amazon Proof Your Business. Let me talk about what we discuss in the first chapter, determine focus. So one of the main ways that you can Amazon proof your business is by determining the focus of your business. And the real problem isn't that you're not doing enough. The real problem is, is that you may be doing too many things in too many places. So one of the things I suggest is decide whether your focus is going to be acquisition, ascension, or monetization. And I go into the details of what that means in this chapter. It's really the only three ways that you can grow your business. And if you just do that one step of determining focus, you can have a huge change in your entire business. But I also have eight other ways to Amazon proof your business. Basically the idea of making it competition proof to even someone as big as amazon.com. So if you'd like to get your hands on a free copy of my book, go to amazonproofbook.com. Sign up and you will get a free copy and get the chance to purchase a physical copy of it for a special price. In addition to that, if you happen to be in the Josephine County area or nearby and you're looking to have a speaker come and discuss these type of issues with your organization, club, or group of friends, then I have a limited calendar that I may be able to fit you into. Go check out brianjpombo.com slash speaking and fill out the application. We'll be sure and get back to you on that. And now let's get back to our show. You're moving forward in all those directions. Well, you're moving forward in a million directions. Uh, right. But, but you're progressing. Very it, it's visible that you're progressing. Yeah. It's, I mean, we really think about cool like a year ago, this time last year, we didn't exist. And yeah. now we're like giving out scholarships and 
starting programs and I had to pinch myself. Yeah. Well, that's why I asked if anything had been like, if anything like this had, has existed up until now, Yeah. because it seems like you filled a vacuum that was very prevalent. Yeah. And I also say, I have to say that part of the success of our team is, is our board. We have um, not only the the four of us, but the expertise of my father, the, but we have another powerhouse. Her name is uh, Carrie Bernhardt. She's been in our community for a long time. She's been working and advocating for kids and kids in the arts for a long time. She's uh, involved with uh, PNW, that's Pride of the Northwest, the band mm-hmm. competition, and also involved in fundraising for the band when they went to the Macy's parade and all of those uniforms. That, you know, she's just been a master fundraiser. Wow. And I, that's just a couple of things. Mean, she's just been involved with advocating for kids. And, so, and she's also this wonderful, level-headed, experienced person that's helped to guide us. And another person who's been so helpful is Ellen Johnson. She's a, a retired grant writer, and she has just been an incredible resource. I mean, we've just had these amazing people being willing to give us their valuable guidance. You know, just like I would love to uh, pick your brain sometime. <laughs> but I think that's been the big piece of it is just talking to people and learning and asking the questions and what should I be doing and you know, and so, and I'm probably, there's probably more people that I'm forgetting off the top of my head that helped us get to where we are right now. Sure. No, that, that's, that's awesome. We're going to talk a year from now and look back over the last 12 months. What would you say would have had to have happened from now until then for you to feel happy with your progress, both professionally and personally? I really have to say, I'd love to see the outreach work out. That is just where my heart is where I feel we make so much impact, we can make the most difference. And fundraising for scholarship, for training. Mm-hmm. I, I, those are the two, because I believe in what the arts give. You what, know? what are the obstacles that are standing in your way of getting there? Well, you know, I, again, I'm speaking from an ignorant place. You know, we're, we're going to be uh, mounting a gala, a fundraising gala in May for the first time. And although I've done a fundraising performance before, I did one for... Uh, WCST, I did it actually two years in a row, where I've done a similar type thing, kind of still new and the level on which we'd like to try to do it. It's not that that's an obstacle. It's more like a, these are things ahead of us that are unknown, you know, and I, and I think that you just, one can hope that uh, our little town continues to thrive or mm-hmm. is able to thrive enough that people are willing to invest in nonprofit and in, in the future of kids in this fashion. I know that so much is asked of uh, so many of the businesses here and the individuals to give. And uh, so I, I'm very grateful each time we have a win in that area because I, I have a little understanding of, of uh, what we're asking mm-hmm. for people's generosity to support all of this. But again, I believe in it. So I feel I want to take that investment from the community and make it work and have a visible outcome so that it can grow in that fashion as well. Yeah, that, that's, that's great. That you, you know, we met through the Chamber of Commerce mm-hmm. And I also saw you at a rotary meeting and I, you know, you're everywhere and and you're out, out getting attention for this, which is great. What types of people or organizations are you looking to meet that you haven't met yet? What, what type of person who might be listening would be someone you'd like to um, Um, connect with? 
Um, certainly anyone that could would be willing to advise us further about how to expand our nonprofit, anyone who has any connection with what kind of grants, like how to move forward. I, I under, have a basic understanding of community support and getting a larger and larger, like state, the grant federal, mm-hmm. you know, getting that educate grant education. We're always in need of volunteers or anyone willing to pitch in and uh, with any of the projects we do. I think any organization that would be willing to let us come and perform that would be interested in maybe even uh, supporting our performances by maybe making it a an outing for their employees and reserving an area to support the arts. That way, they it's a kind of uh, supporting each other. I don't know. I have to like, get me started. I'll just keep thinking of no. How can, what else can I think of? <laughs> or you know, again, it's all just new. So I'm literally yeah. kind of feel like a my thoughts are all over the place with it yeah. because I haven't quite learned how to say okay, we need to go after this mm-hmm. and then after this. You know. I'm, yeah, which I'm going to try and get some help with in the new year. Yeah. How to learn how to organize that stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's Training great. or whatever the word is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fabulous. Well, Jocelyn, thanks so much for being on Grants Pass VRP. Thank you. Thank you so There's no better time in the age of a business than in the very beginning. Even though we're talking about a nonprofit association here, it still has the elements of business associated with it, which is, it's my background is where I come from. As a business investor, I see everything through the lens of a business, even if it isn't officially a business. And so Jocelyn is in the very beginning of a very creative endeavor. And being that it's creative just on the face of it. I mean, everything has, has creativity weave through it at some point, but the fact that she has a situation where it can go in so many different directions and she's working with so many amazing people and getting so much positive attention from the community. I mean, I have heard so many good things about these projects associated with fusion that it's, it's really exciting to see. It's tough in the very beginning because we get caught up in the, well, what if this happens and what if that happens and, and how are we going to get this going? How are we going to get that going? But there's nothing more adventurous than the very beginning. It's a lot of fun seeing what's possible and seeing what's coming in the future. She's been through so much up till this point, which is why I think this is a great one to be able to go back and listen to because there are so many lessons weaved throughout But I really enjoyed my conversation here with Jocelyn and can't wait to see what's coming up in the future. Join us again on the next Grants Pass VIP, brought to you by the team at brianjpombo.com. Helping movers and shakers in Southern Oregon and beyond stand out. That's B-R-I-A-N-J-P-O-M-B-O.com. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest or a sponsor on Grants Pass VIP, go to grantspassvip.com forward slash contact. Guests who appear on the show do not necessarily endorse the opinions of the host or sponsors. The theme music is Fun Shot by Kevin McLeod. Our host is a Grants Pass resident and business strategist, Brian Pombo. I'm executive producer, Shawnee Douglas. Until next time, live rogue and have fun.